0: Welcome to the Glow Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Sun. I'm a lifestyle YouTuber and health and wellness enthusiast. This is where we will have raw and unfiltered conversations around wellness, self-care, astrology, relationships, and career. Join me and be empowered to become your best self mentally, emotionally, and physically. It's time to manifest your dream life. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Glow Radio. Oh my god, guys, I am in such a creative mood. So yesterday I recorded two podcasts and I'm here today recording another one. Honestly, I don't know what it is. It's probably Leo season. And I'm just taking advantage of this creative wave that I'm on right now because I've been doing creative work for So long that I know that there's so many ups and downs you go through periods when you're very creative And then you go through times when you're just in like a creative rut So I'm just taking advantage of this time and doing as many things as I can while I am feeling amazing so today I also wanted to say that a lot of you guys messaged me about my first solo episode back. So that was, I think maybe, what was that? Episode 63 was the first one back after a six month break. And so many of you messaged me saying that what I said related to you, you could resonate with it, or it sparked your curiosity in astrology. And I'm just so filled with joy and just so it makes my heart warm knowing that so many of you guys can relate to what I'm saying. Honestly, I, I'm, you know, I'm still going through my own journey. I'm not perfect. I'm learning every single day I through I go through ups and downs. So it just really makes me happy knowing that you guys out there are listening and relating And learning along with me so thank you for that and I hope that I can continue to inspire you guys encourage you guys and empower you to create the life that you want and to manifest it so today we are going to talk about career we're gonna talk about how I manifested my dream job I feel like this is a topic that a lot of you guys are interested in because after I posted on my Instagram my manifestation list, and t- talked about how I manifested in my dream job, my dream relationship. A lot of you guys messaged me about it, so I wanted to dive deeper into it today. I wanted to share in more detail my whole career journey up until this point, and I also wanted to give you guys five tips on how I did it. And these are very personal tips to me. I didn't want to give you guys like very generic things, So I feel like these things are really tips that helped me achieve the things that I want. And I feel like this will probably be helpful to any of you guys who have a very entrepreneurial spirit. Because I'm definitely someone with a very, very entrepreneurial spirit. I've talked about it so much. And it's funny because... My career has not worked out the way that I wanted it to, or not that I wanted it to, the way that I expected it, but it is everything that I want and that I need right now at this point in my life, and who knows what could happen in the future, but right now I can say that I am very, very satisfied where with what, where I am in my career, and I'm just so excited to finally be sharing this with you guys because... Even if you just asked me last year, I was so, so lost with my career journey and I, I was like, when am I ever going to get to my dream job? You know, when am I ever going to be doing something that I actually enjoy and getting paid a good amount for it? So to be in this place right now and talking to you guys about this, it's like a dream. Like This is literally only what I dreamed of before. So, let's let's get into it. I'm going to share with you guys way back to when I was in school. So, when I was in university, even before university in high school, my dream was always to be a CEO of some sort. And it's probably my Pisces side, like my Pisces sun. I'm a dreamer, you know, I dream big and I fantasize and I just I'm I'm into this like very magical mindset, you could call it. So I wanted to be a CEO. And I would say that right now, I am not exactly a CEO in the way that people might think. But I feel like I have developed a mindset where I am the CEO of my life. You know, even though I might not be necessarily a CEO of the company that I'm working for, or I might not own my own big company that I'm a CEO of, but ultimately I am the boss of my own life and I finally feel a bit more empowered to make my own choices. You know, I still go through days of self-doubt and things like that, but I have learned how to battle those challenges a bit better now so I wanted to be a CEO and fast forward I studied I studied business in in university my major was in marketing and I was very passionate about fashion like all throughout I think close to the end of high school and university I loved fashion a friend of mine at that time introduced me to the world of fashion blogging and I was like oh my god I love this like I I would love to have my own blog because I love writing I love creating photos, like I love aesthetic images. Like I think when I was younger in high school, when one of the things I was like begging my parents to get me was a digital camera because I just love documenting moments of my life. I love documenting moments with my loved ones, my friends and my family. And I just like having those to look back on in the future. So I think that's what really drew me to the blogging world. So I had my own blog at that time. And of course, I jumped on Instagram when it first came out. And then after university, I worked for a fashion company. I was doing social media marketing for them. And honestly, I feel like that job that I had, my first adult job, was really meant to be from the universe because it was everything that I needed at that time in my life. So it was actually... Let's see, let me backtrack a bit so I was in the co-op program in university and I ended up getting hired at this company I don't even remember what it is like it was something about like sports and jerseys or something it wasn't really what I wanted to do but I just needed a co-op job and I interviewed for so many jobs nothing worked out except for this one and they were like okay we're gonna hire you and then it's so funny because after they said that they hired me they talked to my school and they were like oh, we didn't know that we have to pay your co-op students. And they hired two of us. So they were like, we can only afford to pay one student. And so they ended up kicking me out of um, their hiring roster. And right now, when I look back at that, I feel like it was truly meant to be because even when like things don't work out, I wasn't really choked about it because I was like, oh, okay, Like, I guess I get to graduate sooner now because I'm not in the co-op program anymore. Because by the time that they, like, decided not to hire me, it was way too late to get another co-op job. So I was like, okay, that's fine, I guess. And then uh, during my last year of university, I found this job on Craigslist. (laughs) This was, like, back when Craigslist, Craigslist was a little bit more legitimate and it wasn't just, like, creepy men on there. So... I went on there and I found this fashion job and I was like, oh, this is like what I enjoy doing, like social media, blogging, like I love styling stuff. So I was like, I'll just apply. And then I ended up getting the job during my last year of school. So I would work at the job three days a week. And then I had two days of school because I I took a lot of online courses and I was able to fit my in-person classes on two days of the week, which was like amazing. So I'd work three days and then go to school two days. And then after I graduated, I just transitioned to working full time. And I could say that that was a very, very smooth transition. And it was exactly what I needed at that time. And after that, I was also very passionate about health and fitness. In the previous episode to this, I chatted about my whole like very detailed health journey. So if you guys want to check that out, go listen to the previous episode. But that was also a very strong passion of mine. And I would say at this time, my passion was kind of fading. Like, my passion for uh, fashion was fading a little bit. Also, I feel like a little bit probably influenced by my mom because my mom kind of always told me that she felt like I wasn't meant to have a career in fashion. And she felt like it was a bit materialistic. And I've had to go through a lot of healing once I was aware of this memory that I had. And I don't blame my mom now, like um, I definitely, I'm, I'm not like mad at her about it anymore. But I realized that that could be why my my interest in fashion started fading at that time. And then I transitioned to more of an interest in health and fitness. So I, I wanted to become a personal trainer. So while I was at this job, I was also studying for my personal trainer certificate and also interning at a gym. A gym that I went on to work for for like the next like three to five years-ish. So that was like a very, very busy time in my life. And gradually I started becoming very bored at that fashion company. Like it wasn't exactly what I expected it to be. It was not glamorous at all. But one thing looking back now, I feel like I... I needed to forgive myself for leaving that job so soon because I left that fashion job after about 12 months of working there. It was like a little bit less than a year and I decided to pursue personal training full time and when I was a personal trainer I felt very very lost because my income wasn't supporting me and it wasn't supporting my lifestyle I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I wanted to like have this online health coaching business, but it just wasn't working out. And I was like so broke all the time. And I felt like I just kept like hanging on to the fact that I left that fashion job too soon. I was like, if I just stayed there for a little bit longer, I could have saved more money. Maybe saving more money could have helped my entrepreneur journey. That was like a like um, pressure or a guilt Or me being angry at myself for many, many years. And uh, after I finally realized that and forgave myself, I feel like it released a lot of tension in my body. It released like a lot of pressure I had on myself. Because even if that was quote unquote the wrong decision, you know, whatever is meant to you, meant for you is meant for you. And even if you make one mistake, It doesn't take you away from your destiny. Like, whatever your destiny is, whatever your path is in life, you can still get there if you make a few mistakes on the way. And sometimes making those mistakes can even help you learn so much more. So, that's a little tidbit about that I wanted to share there. But so, I became a personal trainer and I also wanted to get more education. Like, this was another kind of self doubt like insecurity I had I just felt like I didn't have enough knowledge to be a personal trainer a health coach like I was like should I study to become a nutritionist should I be a dietitian? you know like I, I have a big love for nutrition and at that time I was still like pretty new to everything and I was like I feel like I'm not qualified to teach people about this I feel like like I was so young and I was like I don't want people to look down on me. I was like I need more knowledge. I just need like that piece of paper. And now I've realized that there are so many people who are successful who don't have like professional schooling for whatever field that they're doing. I'm not saying that you don't need it. Like it's awesome if you have that, but to me, I feel like life experience just shows me so much more than education. Like I would rather work with someone like I would rather work with a coach, a therapist who's had tons of results in their life in their like own personal testimony or through working with people rather than someone who just like has a ton of schooling for something. And like they have a Ph.D. and like tons of education awards, but if they don't have any results in their life, then I wouldn't want to work with them. And that's something that I've realized So during those few years when I was a personal trainer, I was so lost. I was in like a very toxic long-term relationship I shared with you guys. I was in a 13-year relationship where I eventually got engaged, but it was just a bad relationship. So my partner at that time didn't know how to support me in my goals and and I didn't know any better, like, I, I, this was, like, pretty much the only relationship I had, so being, I guess, my Pisces self, I have a Pisces sun and a Pisces Venus, so how I love and how I am in relationships is very Pisces, very emotional, and I can have the tendency to be codependent in a relationship, and I feel like in that relationship, I lost myself, like, I, I, kind of morphed into what he wanted instead of what I wanted for myself. And so that was very challenging for me. And during that time we were also going back and forth about like moving to Hong Kong because his family was there. So I always felt like I couldn't continue or I couldn't start my own business because I was like what if we're moving to Hong Kong, you know, I'm going to have to change my whole life and we're going to build a whole new life over there. So I just always felt that resistance to starting my own business because I was very entrepreneurial. you know, like I really wanted to start my own business. I did like register in my online coaching business, but it was just so difficult. And I felt like at that time I wasn't attracting the right type of client. Like I shared a lot about my binge eating struggles Back first when I became a personal trainer and I felt like I was attracting a lot of people with very very messy messy lives and that's not me looking down on them or anything but it was just a lot more than I could handle and I didn't really have the knowledge or the background to really help those types of people but for some reason I was attracting them so I knew that there was something that I wasn't doing right because you know you will attract your tribe like you will attract the type of people that you are so I think because I had so many insecurities at that time I was attracting a lot of insecure people and it was like the blind leading the blind like I couldn't help these clients because it was just way too overwhelming for me and what I realized in that whole journey is that being a personal trainer and health coach wasn't really what I wanted to do for the rest of my life because this is probably my Pisces side like I tend to take on other people's problems as my own. Like I went, like I was getting too invested in my clients' lives and I was taking on their lives as my own, even though that wasn't my responsibility. So I felt like, oh my God, why are they succeeding? Like I would beat myself up about it because I'm like, I'm literally telling them exactly the steps on how to succeed. This is exactly what I did. I don't understand why they can't do it. And I just realized that, you know, everyone is going through their own struggles. They're like, everyone's path is different. So there's no like, one size fits all to diet and nutrition and to exercise. Like there's not like this one specific guidebook, where if you follow everything, you're going to succeed. And I didn't realize that people, you know, they have emotions and like, they go through self-doubt too and they go through insecurities and all that stuff needs to be overcome before you can like, reach your health and fitness goals. And I couldn't just give someone a workout plan and expect them to be successful when I haven't helped them like overcome their mindset issues. So right now, being where I am, like that's why I've rebranded Glow Radio. I've kind of rebranded my whole life to focus on this, to focus on helping people develop a healthy mindset because I feel like that is key to developing a healthy body, a healthy career, a healthy relationship. Like if you don't work on your mind first, none of those things are going to happen. So that was my personal training years of my life. And then I, I started my YouTube channel then. I think I had my YouTube channel started. It was about maybe four years ago now. So four years ago, somewhere around there. Maybe four, two, twenty. Actually, no, I think it was. Well, I think I started it either four or five years ago. And at that time, I had traveled to Edmonton to train one of my aunts. She's overweight, and she asked me to help her with her fitness plan. And at that time I was like going through my own struggles like of like finding the perfect diet for me like eating a vegan diet whatever if you guys want to listen to all that it's like in the last episode so training my aunt was actually one of the craziest experiences for me and I feel like it was one of the most challenging challenging things that I've had to go through in my life because obviously it's very difficult training a family member you know there's like a lot of I guess barriers there in terms of mindset and you guys know how it is like working with family is just very very challenging and after after that whole experience I came back and I was like I want to do a bikini competition so I went on to do that and I thought that that would push me further in my personal training career so I was still like figuring it out I was very new to like social media still YouTube but I was like I really enjoy this and I see a lot of people being successful like being a fitness vlogger a fitness YouTuber and being super successful and I was like that's what I want to do like I feel like I would really enjoy that so I did the whole bikini competition thing and then afterwards I realized that that's not sustainable for me and my personality and my lifestyle like constantly doing competitions and just being so focused on fitness was not sustainable for me and I felt like I put so much pressure on myself because I have a title of being a personal trainer I was like I need to be constantly in shape and the most fit ever and I guess for my Virgo moon Virgo rising like that's just not a good mindset because I was so hard on myself just so critical and I never felt good enough even though now I look back like Those are the times when I was the most fit in my life and I still wasn't happy with myself. Fast forward to now, like right now, I'm not really fit at all because I'm going through like a ton of health problems that I shared with you guys. And but now my mindset is so different and I love my body, even though it's not at its peak fitness right now. I understand that I'm healing and. It's just been a journey, like, to be able to change my mindset like that. And when I think back to how fit I was and, like, how unhappy I was, I was like, that's just crazy, crazy. So afterwards, I was really lost with the whole YouTube, like, vlogging thing. Because I was like, I felt like I need to keep up this image of being this super fit individual. And, you know, like, no matter what career you're in, you might, oops, my phone has gone off. Sorry, guys. But um, where was I? No matter what career you are in, you might feel like you need to be an expert. So you might feel like you need to be an expert at, I don't know, accounting, teaching, being a lawyer, whatever. And for me, it was like, I felt like I needed to be like this perfect personal trainer. And when I was like YouTubing and like vlogging I was like I was also recovering from a lot of health issues like after the bikini competition my health just went downhill like I didn't know that all this could happen like I didn't see this side of people's journeys because when they shared their like competition and things like that like you only see the highlights and I think nowadays like more and more people are sharing the real side of their lives on YouTube which I do enjoy but back then I felt like I only saw the good side. And then it was a struggle for me because I was like, I don't really feel like vlogging or I don't feel like showing people like what's going on because like I'm gaining weight after my bikini competition. I was dealing with adrenal fatigue. I was just feeling like super shitty like a lot of the time. And I felt like I couldn't stick to my quote unquote niche that I laid out for myself on YouTube. And I was like forcing myself to stick to this niche niche. And nowadays, uh, I guess I can talk about this a little bit later, like I've learned how to rebrand myself and understand that your interests, your passions, like they can develop over time. Like your your brand can change and adjust and improve, and that's totally okay. But back then, I, I just felt like so much pressure to stick to this super fit, like bodybuilding niche that I had first started out in. So after like this whole personal training thing, like I got engaged to my toxic ex and then we decided to move to Hong Kong. So I was like, okay, if we're moving to Hong Kong, like I didn't have a permanent residency then, but I was like, okay, like if we're getting married later, then like I'll be a Hong Kong citizen or whatever and then I can find work there. But it was just like such a traumatic time in my life and now I know the universe was really... I guess protecting me from not getting married because that just really wasn't meant for me and when I went there I was still so lost with my career because I, I just had no idea what I was doing and oh one thing before this actually another thing I guess relating to the entrepreneurial spirit I had started a food prep company with one of my really good friends and also my ex and That was, I think, one of the first, like, bigger entrepreneurial projects that I had invested in. And we spent quite a bit of time in it. We spent money on it. But at the end, like, I just felt like there was, like, something in my gut telling me, like, I shouldn't continue with this. And it it was because it just wasn't something I was passionate about. Like, I didn't, once I learned more about it, I was like, I don't feel like I want to be cooking. Like, I just don't enjoy that. And it wasn't for me. But then we were moving to Hong Kong anyway, and I felt like that kind of just changed everything. So I told, like, my friend at that time, you know, like, we're moving to Hong Kong. Like, sorry, I don't think we're going to be able to continue with this. And I I wish I would have listened to my gut earlier and been able to have a conversation with her. Because I just feel like that would have, it would have helped a lot. Like, I think looking back now, I... The thing that I would tell myself is to listen to your gut. So that was one of the first entrepreneurial things that didn't work out. And then moved to Hong Kong. I was still doing like my YouTube channel, doing social media. And I was very, very, um, what's the word? Like active in like taking initiative to try to make this career happen. Like I was sending emails, like tons and tons of emails a day reaching out to like PR firms in Hong Kong and just like trying to get connected with the whole industry there and and actually it was it was quite easy to my surprise to get involved in the industry over there so I started going to different like events and everything like that meeting other creators I've actually met like some of my like good friends in Hong Kong through just like networking and things like that so that's something that I guess it was a learning process for me and a, a good thing that did come out of that part that time in my life but I, I really feel like my career wasn't kicking off because I was in that toxic relationship because even though like if I had a win for the day I would be like oh my god I got invited to this like awesome event where like um, I met like Charlotte Tilbury at an event in Hong Kong like um, the makeup artist And then I would just like share that stuff with my ex like at that time and I felt like he didn't share the same amount of excitement as me and our lives were just going in different paths like I felt like he was expecting something of me like his family was expecting something of me and that wasn't what I wanted for myself and there was just this constant battle we were fighting literally like almost every day i would be crying all the time like i would be calling my best friends facetiming them crying because i was just so upset and i think because i'm also a pisces like i'm so emotional like having so much stress in my relationship really made it difficult for me to do anything else in my life like that was all i could focus on and when that wasn't going well like I obviously couldn't excel in my career so that was happening and then after about five months, we decided to move back to Vancouver. It was funny because we went to we came back to Vancouver for a vacation actually, but then I was like after I landed I was like, I saw my parents I was like I'm gonna stay here like I don't care like and I even told my ex at that time like because his mom like really wanted him to go back to like work in Hong Kong because. Yeah, like, she just felt like she needed to keep an eye on him and she felt like he needed to be in Hong Kong. And I was like, I don't care if you're going back, to be honest, at this point. Like, I'm staying here. And I think that was already when our relationship was falling apart, but I just didn't want to let it go yet. But at that point, I was, I was already willing to, like, not live with him, like, live in Canada and for him to be in Hong Kong. But he ended up staying here anyway. And then I was like, I'm just going to find nine-to-five job like I don't care what it is I'm sick and tired of being broke for so many years I think I was broke for so many years being a personal trainer like about three to five years and then after I came back from Hong Kong I was like I I need to have a like my own financial stability I don't want to depend on my ex at that time I was like I need to be an independent woman and like this is this is what is gonna help me be satisfied in life. So I found this job working at a hotel, a local hotel, doing marketing. And at that time, I didn't have any standards for jobs at all. I was applying for literally everything I could and I just wanted a job. And I knew that I'm a good interviewee. Like it's it's very easy for me to to say exactly what people wanna hear. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm going to go into this this is going to be one of my tips but now like I I'm really working on not just saying what people want to hear like I need to use my voice I need to speak up and say like what it is that I'm truly feeling and truly thinking and not only say things because I feel like that's what someone else wants to hear and what will make them happy. So after this job like I feel like even though it was this was one of the most horrible jobs of my whole life so far it did teach me so much and it has pushed me to where I am today so I don't regret anything and I feel like it happened for a reason but I was able to find this job within a month of coming back from from Hong Kong and and one thing I do want to say to you guys is that if you want something badly, you can force it to happen. And that's kind of what like manifestation is. I feel like I just needed a job. And at that time I had no standards. I had no expectations. I was like, I don't care what it is. I just want a job. And the universe gave me a job, you know? It didn't it didn't meet any of my other like wants, I guess, because I didn't even know about my wants at that time. And later I found out that this job Was just not what I wanted because the culture of the people, like, it felt like I had to raise my hand to go to the bathroom. Like, that was the kind of environment that it was. And if I took like 10 minutes longer for lunchtime, like, everyone would be shaming me and talking behind my back. And I remember I had like this one coworker, she would like grumble about me to like my other coworker and say that I never take out the recycling but I was still fairly new at that time and I honestly had no idea that I needed to take out the recycling like I didn't know that that was part of our duties so I'm just kind of like why didn't you tell me you know and I think at that time like I was also not as confident with myself and like I didn't really know how to use my voice so I also didn't know how to communicate to my coworkers, to my manager, to my boss um, or like well me and my manager actually got along but it was like my other boss that i didn't know what to speak to and i had a lot of fear like i had a lot of fear of authority i feel like i might do a future episode talking about this more specifically but growing up i don't know what it is but i just had a fear of authority and i had a fear of like older like quote unquote older adults like, especially men, I found, like, I don't know why I just had this, like, fear. Maybe it was the way I was brought up. I think it could be, like, not to blame my parents or anything, because they were just doing their best. But maybe it was because when I was young, and whenever I did something wrong, like, my parents would just yell at me about it, like, or like, get really angry. And I feel like that made me really scared in my workplace to, like, make mistakes or to speak up. And after I've realized that now, like I've done a lot of inner healing work through that and I'm still working through it, but I can say that finally I'm learning to be a little bit more open with my coworkers and my boss. Like I work now and also it helps that they're very understanding people. Like they're very genuine and caring and actually normal people where I'm working right now. So it, 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 it helps me to open up to them more, but I also had to work on myself a lot. So Back to the hotel job. At this time, Clara, my ex co-host of the Glow Radio, and my best friend, my roommate that I'm living with right now, we were developing the podcast, and we both hated our jobs. Like she also hated her nine to five jobs, and we were both literally just complain about it all the time. And I would dread going to bed because I just hated my day job so much. And one day, we were literally like. If you quit, I'll quit. And then I was like, yeah, hell yeah, I'm quitting. If you do it, I'll do it. So we ended up quitting on the same day, like handing in our notice. And then we had two more weeks of work. And then I had saved up like a lump sum of money at that time. And I was like, okay, I'm going to pursue like being an entrepreneur again. Because this is like, I have, I had more knowledge now at this point. I didn't feel like I was starting again from scratch but I was starting again from experience. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do the whole thing where I quit my job again. And actually there was so much resistance like just before quitting the job because I feel like at that time I was really struggling with whether I should quit or not. I was like, I've done this before in the past where I quit to become a personal trainer, to be an entrepreneur. And I felt like I was broke for so many years and I don't want to do that again. And I talked to my parents a little bit about it, but I feel like, even though I love my parents, they weren't exactly the best people to give me advice on this subject. Because my parents are not entrepreneurs, they don't know what it feels like. My dad's literally stayed at like, one job for over a decade. And, and he will only like change jobs if like, the company lets him go or the company goes out of business, you know, like, All my parents really know is stability and I don't blame them for that. You know, like they grew up in a different generation and I feel like they may not have necessarily had the same privileges that we have right now. So I was just torn because I was like, I don't want to disappoint my parents. I feel like I I hated my job so much and all my dad could say was like, I feel like my dad just told me to endure it and like not every job is going to be great but that's all he knew right you know he was only speaking from what he knew best and and I just didn't want to accept that I was like I want to be happy in my career you know I see tons and tons of entrepreneurs online doing like things like podcasts being on YouTube just owning a business and I was like they are so happy and I was like I want that for myself and I felt like my my dad like didn't really understand that and now, like, of course, like he respects my decision and my career choice and things like that. But he just does may not necessarily understand everything because it's not something that he went through. So I was struggling a lot. We finally quit. Like, I think that last point was when like, I needed Clara to just give me the push to quit my job. So we were also doing another entrepreneur business at this time. We were doing a lash extension beauty business. So me, Clara, and my other friend, Christine, we were all doing this together. And we just kind of decided to do this because we thought that it would make us money. And now I know that having that goal is not going to help you succeed. And I truly understand now What people say when they're like, don't let money be your motivator. Like, don't let money be your goal. You genuinely have to enjoy what you're doing. Because the money, when it comes, it's going to come, like, way, way later. Like, you don't see all the background work that these entrepreneurs are doing. Like, they probably spent, like, tons of years, like, decades on their work before finally becoming successful. And all we see is the successful time. Excuse me. I just choked on my own spit there. Raw conversations, but back to what I was saying. So, we just wanted to do the lash business because we thought that it could make us money. And we're like, we can hire other girls to do the work and we can just have this like salon running. And then after a while, Clara decided that it wasn't what she was passionate about and she had a gut feeling and she didn't want to ignore it and she stepped away from the business. At that point, me and Christine were kind of thinking about it. I was like, I don't know if we should continue. And I ended up pushing through at that point and I feel like it wasn't the the best decision because it wasn't me listening to my gut. And it was because, it was actually because my ex said something to me and this is what I mean about like toxic relationships like if your partner doesn't empower you to to make your own decisions like your own decisions that are best for you like you really need to get out of that relationship because I remember so clearly what he said to me was that he was like you know you've started so many businesses again and again and the older you get you know like you're not going to have that many more second chances and you know people are not going to believe in you and you know you can't just keep starting and quitting and starting and quitting and I listen to that you know like now I know that that's not true you know you are allowed to start restart as many times as you need to in your life and don't let anyone tell you that you are failing or that people won't believe in you or they won't support you it doesn't matter like if you feel like something is not right for you, and you've already started it, listen to your gut. And sometimes you need to quit. Like sometimes quitting, sometimes leaving a job, leaving a business project, leaving a relationship, leaving a friendship is one of the best decisions that you can make for yourself. And it can just jumpstart you into the actual path that you're supposed to be on. So at that time, I listened to him, and I was like, fine. If you say this, I'm going to keep continuing with the business. Like, I'm going to keep doing it. And and then I told Christine, I was like, okay, let's push through. Like, I do have a very unrelenting spirit. I don't like giving up, a trait of my Virgo side, I guess. And also, I think it's probably my Aquarius Mars. Like, when my ex said that to me, I was like, fine. Like, I will... I will do it you know like I don't like it when people tell me what to do and I will rebel and I'll be like I'll show you then I'll show you how successful I can be and now I realize you know I don't need to do that I don't need to prove to anyone anything like as long as I am happy with my life so we kept going with the business and just so many signs after signs after signs just telling us that it wasn't meant to be and I think that one of the final straws was Well, like a lot of our hiring didn't work out. It was so hard to to hire a suitable person to work for us. We interviewed a ton of girls. And at the end, we were like renting this office. And when we were going to City Hall to get like the permit and the license and everything, they were like, your type of business is not allowed in this zone. And then we're like, oh, my God, you know, like everything is just falling on our face. Nothing is working out. And I think it was when I talked to Clara, like this is why I really appreciate Clara. Like I I was talking to her and she never like ever forces me to do anything or to make any decision. But she just helped me see that maybe I need to let go of this lash business. Maybe it's not for me. And at that time, I was also very sick with a cold. And I share about this a lot um, in previous episodes. Like I was really sick with a cold at that point, And then when I let go of the lash business, I could feel myself recovering from the cold. I was sick for like almost a month. And then once I broke up with my ex, I was completely healed. And I truly believe that your stress in your mind really can manifest in physical issues for your body. So that was happening for me. And once I let go of the lash business, that was like my first step to recovery. So I knew that like, it wasn't meant to be for us. So I, so I quit the lash business and then I was like, Oh oh my God, like, what are we doing? Like, and the podcast was kind of dwindling. Like I felt like Clara was, was, um, she was like going in a different direction. And I've talked about this in previous episodes already. She came on and talked about it a bit, but for me, like I really felt like the podcast was something that I wanted to do. And by her not wanting to do it, it it kind of made me feel insecure to do it by myself but i feel like it was also meant to be that it happened that way because how we were running the podcast was getting a bit stressful for me like we were too focused on it being a business and we wanted everything to make us money we were like how are we going to make money from this and By thinking of it like that, it was very stressful. and It stopped being something that we truly enjoyed. And even though like now I know that I still want to continue with the podcast, it's a great creative outlet for me. I knew that running it the way that we were running it wouldn't have brought me joy. So I feel like it all had to happen that way. And I only recently forgave myself for not starting up the podcast sooner, because even after... Clara told me she didn't want to do it. I could have very well just like continued with it by myself, but we were also going through a ton of life changes. We both went through breakups. We were moving in together and like now I'm still going through a lot of health issues. So, you know, whatever's meant to be will happen. And I had the gut feeling to start my podcast like at the right time. Like I think it was just like last week. But anyway, so back to back to when we quit the lash business, like the podcast was kind of taking an indefinite break and I was like, what am I going to do for income? You know, my my savings are running low and I was doing like a little bit of freelance work here and there, but nothing was really sustainable for me. And it was it was really funny at the time because I was like single and dating and you know like As a woman, I'm like, I'm just going to go on dates so that I get, like, free dinner and things like that. But it was, like, it worked out really well for me because I wasn't really working at that time. And it was just funny. It it was just a funny time for me. But anyway, back to... what I was going to do for work. So I was like, okay, maybe I can do freelance video editing for YouTubers because that is something that I know how to do. I edit so many of my own vlogs and I was like, why don't I offer this as a service? Because I was so scarred for my nine to five job, like the hotel one. I was like, I never want to work for someone like ever again. I want to be the boss of my own life. I'm going to force it. I'm going to make it happen no matter what, because I hate working for someone else. I'm an entrepreneur and that's what I'm going to be. And I just really forced... (laughs) that to happen. Like I wanted to make it happen so bad. So I ended up signing a client for video editing. I signed this big YouTuber, like her, her agent contacted me, like her manager contacted me and everything. And after I landed that client, I was like okay I'm, I'm able to pay rent if i live with clara if we find a place together and we had always talked about living together even when we were still in our long-term relationship so that's already something that we manifested into fruition but yeah so i was like okay we can pay rent i can pay rent let's look for a place and that really pushed us to start looking for places i literally looked for a place in like a day, booked four appointments, and then we found the place that we're currently living in now. And we signed it in a matter of like a couple days. We did it all within a weekend. And then I went away on vacation for Christmas. I went to visit my relatives in Edmonton. And then I was like, oh, it's gonna be so awesome when I move back because I'm gonna be living in a new place. I'm starting this whole freelance editing thing. It's gonna be awesome. And then I moved back And then my video editing client fell through like, they were just like, we're not like, sorry, we cannot continue with this. And basically, I lost my client and I was like, Oh my god, like, my savings are so low right now. We already signed the lease. I'm literally living in the place with Clara. How am I going to support myself? How am I going to pay rent? So I started applying for a ton of jobs and my mindset was still a bit like jaded at this time. So I was like, I don't just want any job. Like I want something that's maybe part-time or flexible hours so that I can still work on my freelance business. Like I wanted to be a freelancer. I wanted to be an entrepreneur. And I was like, I need a job that will just pay me, but it's not going to take up a lot of my time. So that was my mindset. And then, so I applied for a ton of jobs. I had a ton of interviews And it was just one interview that kind of kickstarted me like to open my mindset a bit and to shift my perspective. So I had this interview for this big like fitness chain, this big gym, gym like uh, gym class chain. And on, on the website when I applied, like I think I applied on LinkedIn, it said that it was a part time position. For like a community manager. But when I went to the interview. It was. I learned that it was actually a full-time position. And I was like. This is like. This job is kind of like everything that I want. You know. Like I love fitness. It seems like. I would just be like. Immersed in it. And everything like that. So. It made me think about. Applying for a full-time job. Because I was like. You know. It would be nice having a salary again. Because I can afford things. And. I was kind of tired of being super like stingy or not stingy, but like calculating and budgeting with my money all the time. So even though I didn't get that first job that I interviewed for, it it was meant to be in that time because it pushed me to change my mindset to apply to more jobs. So after that, I like kept apply-I just applied to so many more jobs full-time ones. I wasn't just looking at part-time or flexible jobs. But then I wrote out a list of everything I wanted in a job. And if you guys listened to my my first solo episode back, I think it was episode 63, I talked to you guys about how I manifested my dream relationship, my dream man. I wrote a list of everything that I wanted and it happened. You know, it happened so unexpectedly. And I was like, okay, I can do the same for my career. So that's what I did. Like I, I wrote out a very, very specific list. And if you guys want to see what was on that list, make sure to go check on my Instagram at underscore Jacqueline Sun because I post like the exact picture of my manifestations. Like I wrote down exactly the salary range that I wanted, like the types of coworkers I wanted, my boss and like flexibility in my work, how much vacation time I wanted, I wrote out all those things. And I was like, I'm not going to work at a nine to five, unless I get all of these things. And I realized that every time I went to interviews, you know, as much as they are interviewing me to be an employee, I am also interviewing them, because you're going to spend a lot of your life at a career and at a job, and you're going to want it to be something that you enjoy. Because if you don't enjoy it, it's going to be so stressful. I didn't want to experience that stress that I had before at the hotel job. So I felt like that mindset gave me more confidence going into interviews, I stopped just saying what I thought other people wanted to hear. And Eventually, you know, I landed on my dream job where I'm at right now. I'm currently a marketing manager for a YouTube channel called A Filthy Lot. And I feel like it is perfect for me at this time and day. Who knows what could happen in the future, you know, years down the road. I I might not work there forever, but right now I feel it's exactly what I need and what I want. So let's go into the five tips that I have on how to land your dream career or basically how I did it and hopefully these things can also help you guys in your journey so first one is to be yourself in your interviews and interactions being yourself I feel like this is something that a lot of people say but Not a lot of people do because for me, I definitely wasn't being myself. Like when I went to the interview for the hotel job, I basically just said what I thought the other person wanted to hear. And that's something that I feel like I'm really good at, but that's not going to help you get a good, like your dream job per se, because, you know, they're not going to know the real you. So just remember to be true to yourself and say what you really feel you know if a job is not a good fit for you it's rather you know sooner than later and number two I would say create your own standards and create your specific manifestation list and don't settle so I think after everything I went through when I created my most recent manifestation list I, I had like quite a few different experiences at this point and I learned to create my own standards I wasn't like I'm just going to take any job that's thrown at me and this is something that you can create as you go you know like it can adjust later on like who knows later on I might have a new manifestation list for my career in my life and it's almost like um like every time you get out of a relationship you might know more of what you want in your next relationship because you've learned something new That's the same thing for your job, you know, like in your career, in your past job, you might have realized more things that you like to do, more things that you don't like to do, the type of people that you want to work with. So just take note of those things and don't, don't, don't settle. Like if you feel like a job is not going to be what you enjoy, like even if there's one part of it, don't, don't accept it. You know, like you, you deserve everything that you want. Number three is to trust your intuition. Trust in the perfect timing and trust that it will happen. Everything is going to be good in the end. And these things take time, you know, like I've only I feel like I've only started my career, you know, like even though I've worked at a ton of jobs, I've had such an entrepreneurial spirit. I'm only like finally at the starting point now of doing something that I actually want to do. And it happened at the right timing, you know, like for me it was because I had to get out of my toxic relationship. And once that was out of the way, everything started falling into place for me. So for me, like this is like the perfect timing because if I were to start My dream job earlier I would have still been in my toxic relationship I wouldn't have been able to focus because I would be so like stressed out by my relationship I wouldn't be able to focus on work so you just got to trust that everything will happen in the perfect timing and who knows when that could be like it could be years it could be decades like whenever it's the right time it will happen number four is to let go of control What is meant to be, will be. So be open to receiving whatever the universe has for you. For me, I wanted to be an entrepreneur. You know, I always thought that I was going to start my own business and I knew it was going to be hard because, you know, I've I've read a lot of entrepreneur stories. I've listened to a ton of podcasts, watched a ton of YouTube videos. But I think I truly didn't know how hard it was going to be until I went through it myself. And even to this day right now, like, I'm still working a full-time job for a company and I would have never expected it, but it is exactly what I need at this time in my life because I'm working with awesome people. Even though it's at my company, you know, I don't own the company. It's actually nice for me to not have that stress on my shoulders. like. I feel like that was also another thing that I had to overcome after getting this job because I feel like I put so much pressure on myself. It's likely due to my Virgo moon, Virgo rising. Like, I put so much pressure on myself to succeed. And even when I started this marketing manager job, I was like, oh my God, like, how are we gonna succeed? You know, I felt like it was all on my shoulders. And then I realized, I was like, I'm working with a team at work. You know, it's, it's not all on me. And the type of industry that we're in, YouTube, it's not black and white. You know, there's not one linear route to success. And I'm very grateful that my coworkers, my boss, the owners of the company understand this as well. They understand that, you know, it's not a scientific or mathematical equation. It's not one plus one equals two. Like, there's experimentation there's trial and error and it's not all on my shoulders like we can work together and if something isn't working we can talk about it and I feel like that's something that I've only recently learned and that's yeah it's it's opened my mind because after releasing myself of that pressure I'm like wow, like I don't need to be so stressed all the time, you know, like we can have open dialogue about this. I think it goes back to how I was really afraid to speak up before and afraid to use my voice. But now it's like, if I have an opinion, I'm I'm allowed to chat about it. Like I'm allowed to disagree. I feel like that's something I'm still working on. Like it's hard for me to disagree with people, I feel like, because um, I don't usually have extremely like strong opinions and I'm very accommodating you know like that's my Pisces side but yeah so let go of that pressure on yourself let go of control and be open and my last my last tip here number five is to release old mindsets it kind of goes into like what I said before too just see everything with fresh eyes working at this new job here I have to realize that my current boss is not like my old boss at my, at my previous job. You know, he's a completely different person. I I should look at him with new eyes. And even my coworkers, you know, I should, I should see them with new eyes. Like, I feel like I had so much PTSD for my last job. I was like, oh my God, like, I don't want my coworkers to think I'm lazy. I don't want my boss to think I'm lazy. And you guys know I'm struggling with a ton, a ton of health issues right now. So I was actually very nervous to tell my boss because in those first few months like of quarantine and the pandemic I was really not doing well like honestly right now I'm a lot better than I was back then because I couldn't even get out of bed some days and I was just so scared to tell my boss because I was like I don't want him to think that I'm avoiding responsibility or being lazy and then he was just so understanding and even to this day he is still so understanding he shared with me that he's also gone through health issues in the past and like if if I need to take, like, sick days, like, that's totally okay. Like, I'm very thankful that my business has, like, unlimited sick days for me. Obviously, I'm not going to abuse it. But if I need to take them, like, they're there for me. So I think it's it's definitely still something that I'm going through. I wouldn't say that I'm completely, like, transformed from that mindset because I'm still battling my Virgo moon, my Virgo rising being too hard on myself, being too critical and I had to like forgive myself for not starting my own YouTube show at work yet because like everyone in the company is allowed to pitch ideas and to come up with your type of show that you want to create and we do have the resources for that. So I've like that's definitely something I want to do. Like I love creating and I was just like being so hard on myself because I feel like I kept having a setback after setback. Like my health was getting a little bit better, and then I had my first ever really bad UTI. I've never had a UTI before. I was in the hospital, and that oh, that really, I that really brought me down a bit. Like I was like crying a lot those few days to my boyfriend, and um, yeah. But I realized that you know everything will happen in the right timing. I'm not going to miss the opportunity. Like if it's for me, I will know for certain. Just like when I decided to restart the podcast, it was kind of like today is the day. Like I, d- I don't know what it was. My gut just told me I need to do something about it now. And then I talked to Clara about it and I feel like that just pushed me to start it. So I need to, I need to continue to do that. You know, like listen to my gut. Forgive myself for for not starting things sooner because it's never too late. I think that's something else I want you guys to to know uh, that like it's never never too late. Like there's people who start businesses way into like the latter years of their life and they're still able to be successful. I did a post on my Instagram way back sharing how like a lot of successful people like start businesses in their 40s, 50s plus, you know. And Yeah, it's it's never too late. Whenever it's the right timing, it will happen and it will happen smoothly. It's going to be easier than you expect. Because I feel like back in the day, I was like constantly forcing my entrepreneur journey to happen when I was in the toxic relationship. And things just weren't happening. I feel like I had to try so hard. It was like pulling teeth. And then once everything fell into place, I'm not saying that like I didn't have to work for it, but it was so smooth. Like it almost fell in my lap, I would say, you know, like I put it out into the universe. Obviously, I had to put in some effort. But now I know that like if it's meant for you, it should happen smoothly. You know, the universe is on your side. The universe wants you you to succeed. God wants you to succeed. Like you're going to have help. From the universe from God to reach your destiny and what's meant for you will will truly happen so those are my five tips for you guys today and i hope you got inspired through hearing my career path as i said like i'm still learning every single day i'm by no means perfect and i'm still continuing through my journey in life and i hope to keep sharing that with you guys If you guys did enjoy this episode, make sure to DM me on Instagram or comment, you know. Leave me a review on iTunes because that would really, really make me so happy. I just love hearing from you guys. So do that. Take a screenshot of you guys listening to the podcast. Put in your Instagram story. Tag me. Whatever. Just just reach out to me and I will do my best to chat with you guys. So thank you so much for listening and I shall chat with you in the next episode. Love you all. Bye.